Reports as living standards rise, it will be disastrous not only for Indians, but for the entire planet. By way of illustration, consider what's happened in China. From 1980 to 2010, while the country's per capita GDP grew by $193 to $4,514, its emissions per capita grew from 1.49 tons per year to more than 6 tons per year. These figures come from the World Bank and the CAIT Climate Data Explorer, maintained by the World Resources Institute. China is now the world's largest emitter of carbon. India's per capita emissions as of 2012, the last year for which figures are available, were 1.68 tons per year, and its 2014 GDP was $1,631 per person. Its population is expected to grow by another 400 million people over the next three decades, bringing it to 1.7 billion by 2050. If India follows a path similar to China's, that will add another 8 billion tons of carbon to the atmosphere each year, more than total U.S. emissions in 2013. Such growth would easily swamp efforts elsewhere in the world to curtail carbon emissions, dooming any chance to head off the dire effects of global climate change. Overall, the world will need to reduce its current annual emissions of 40 billion tons by 40 to 70 percent between now and 2050. By 2050, India will have roughly 20 percent of the world's population. If those people rely heavily on fossil fuels such as coal to expand the economy and raise their living standards to the level people in the rich world have enjoyed for the past 50 years, the result will be a climate catastrophe regardless of anything the United States or even China does to decrease its emissions. Reversing these trends will require radical transformations in two main areas, how India produces electricity and how it distributes it. Coal Conundrum The man charged with solving this puzzle is Piyush Goyal, the Minister of Power. His full title is Minister of State with Independent Charge for Power, Coal, and New and Renewable Energy. With his political inheritance, his father, Ved Prakash Goyal, was a member of Parliament and the Minister of Shipping under the government of Prime Minister Atal Bihari Vajpayee in the early 2000s, his suave manner, and his investment banking background, Goyal, 51, represents a new generation of Indian politicians from the Bharatiya Janata Party, BJP, who have come to power during the decline of the once-dominant Congress Party. Despite the BJP's origins in the Hindu Nationalist Party that emerged in opposition to the more secular Congress Party, these younger politicians tend to be pragmatists, seeking to encourage economic growth through neoliberal policies such as deregulation and privatization of state industries. Since his appointment, Goyal has emerged as a champion of renewable energy, calling for investments of $100 billion in renewables and another $50 billion in upgrading the country's faltering grid. Almost every week he appears in the newspapers cutting the ribbon on a new solar power plant or wind farm or hydropower installation. But he has also remained a staunch supporter of coal. He was exultant at the passage of a bill in March to guide expansion of the country's domestic coal mining industry, saying it would boost the economy and create thousands of new jobs. While prices for electricity from renewable sources have fallen sharply in recent years, 
coal remains the cheapest source of power, and India's coal industry has embarked on a building boom, doubling installed capacity since 2008. India consumes around 800 million tons of coal a year and could more than double that number by 2035, according to the World Energy Outlook from BP. To meet that demand and to limit coal imports, Goyal plans to increase domestic coal production to 1.5 billion tons a year by 2020 from 2015 levels of 660 million tons. Increasing domestic production of coal will be a big step towards long-term energy security of India, he said in a January tweet. India's conundrum is a coal conundrum, says Jairam Ramesh, a former minister of the environment. Ramesh, the chief negotiator for India at the international climate change talks in Cancun, Mexico in 2010, is the author of Green Signals, Ecology, Growth and Democracy in India. Last August, he welcomed me to the cramped book line.